Hi, everybody. And welcome to That's Life, where there's one word on everyone's mind. Cheesecake, cheesecake, cheesecake. Don't make a face. Good morning, everybody. Thanks for listening. I'm Miriam L. Wallach, blogger, writer, general manager here at the Nahum Siegel Network, sitting across, it seems, from a cheesecake hater, which I did not know. You think you know a guy. And then he makes a face at cheesecake. You can find me here right after um, Allison, <laughs> right after Allison, and right before Nahum's live lunch. It is 10.30, and I am already totally unable to get a complete thought out of my head. It's going great here in New York City. Anyway, good morning, Yoni. It was really, the cheesecake hatred really has thrown you off. I can't, I, I like, can't even figure you out. And it's a shame because my dad you're used so- to bring home cheesecake, and I, I don't want it. Like, bring you're home the other guy, ice cream. I don't you're know. the guy who walks two blocks in Manhattan and knocks off a milkshake. And yes. I, right. Which I, I don't may know. have done this morning. Okay. It's already 10.30. I didn't know ice cream places are open that early. Yes. Ice cream is one of the few meals you could have any time during the day. It's not a food group. It's a meal. You're right. I don't understand you at all. At this moment, we're not on the same page. But seriously, I don't. how could you... Why are you so obsessed with ice cream? Because it's the cheese part. You know, cake is fine. I mean, I don't even love you cake like in general. You like cream cheese? Okay, yeah. first of all, it's not cake. It's a blob <laughs> of cream cheese with, with sugar and eggs in it, and it's God's goodness. I don't know. Cream cheese belongs on bagels and nothing else. Okay. Yeah. Maybe they don't do it right in Houston. No, there's some there's some fine Maybe they don't know their what cheesecake. I, I don't know. Remember lilac and cream yeah, lilac last and year? Cream was pretty solid. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was good. good stuff. For someone that doesn't like cheesecake, yeah, it was pretty good. Right. There was that caramel one, that Dolce de Leche one. And then there's the one that's in the fridge right now. Nahum still hasn't taken it home, but yeah, that looks good. Maybe we should do that during the live lunch. Cheese Remember who's joining tasting? us during the live lunch? Right. Yes. Right. Oh wow. There's going to be a lot of. There's going to be a lot of things going on. It's going to be very. A lot of wow. A lot of smells. It's going to be a phenomenal live lunch because Naftali Engel is joining us, and of course he is from Rebbe's Choice Herring. We should have ZK, I think. No, and we're going to <laughs> no because Zeke's here every time Naomi has like That's a true. smorgasbord in I know, here. I think he's fine. I, I if struggle anybody, with cheesecakes and herrings, so it might not be my best. You struggle with cheesecake, as in like I don't love. Well, don't have all. them together, right? Well, right. Okay, sure, sure. sure. Um, but he's also has smoked salmon going, and that all that all part. And he has I I I, I should have picked up bagels. He also has this pastrami locks going, which it's possible we've been. Buying in bulk, uh, you know, at the Wallach household. Yeah, because you know that my son, um, who is just bar mitzvahed, is an old man at heart, and there's nothing that makes him happier than like smoked white fish. That that I do know. (laughs) Herring. That I know. Sponge cake. Anything that you could find in the eighties at a kiddish. Sponge cake is great. Marble sponge cake, by the way, really takes it. Marble. Okay. Right, because that like. That's like a higher quality. That's great. Anyway, we'll stop talking Jewish food here for the moment. Let's do today's national holidays. Um, it is D-Day. Uh, it is National Higher Education Day. Colleges in the U.S. observe this on different dates. It's also Yo-Yo Day. Are you a, like, but you know why? Yeah. Are you, My brother used to be a lot better than I was. He could yo-yo? yo-yo? I can't yo-yo. I can't figure it out. I don't know if he can any, anymore. But. I can't figure Of course he can because he's tiny and right. he exists. <laughs> and now that I've met him twice this week, I'm so excited. My day is never the same. But I can't, I could never flick it right. Oh, yeah, same. I could never flick it right. And I understand that it should be able to go back up by itself. That's the whole excitement about the yo-yo. But yet I was always winding it. Nonetheless. And I feel the need to admit that to everyone because... It is National Yo-Yo Day, and the reason it's National Yo-Yo Day is because today is the birthday of Duncan, Donald Duncan, who created the first yo-yo. Isn't that interesting? 
Um, it's also, by the way, National Headache Awareness Week. I say that only because yesterday I woke up with a doozy of a headache. Fun. And uh, for those people who are migraine sufferers, I completely commiserate with you. Yeah. Let's do the fortune cookie. And then somebody's going to say, well, a migraine is not a headache. It's not migraine awareness week. It's headache awareness week. Mm. Everybody calm down. Here we go. Nothing in the world is difficult if one sets his mind to it. That's not true. <laughs> I'm sorry. There are things that are difficult even when you set your mind to it. Uh, no, no, I still like it. Law school is hard. I still like it. Kilimanjaro is hard. Yeah, I still Paris like it. Paris was hard. I still like it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, basically, I have nothing to share with you then, except for the fact that the fortune cookies have continued to disappoint me for the last number of weeks. We need a new batch. We desperately need a new batch. If somebody wants to send me a new batch, just email yoni at nachumsegel.com. We definitely need a new batch and something with, um, shall I say, mazel? Fine. Something with a little bit of mazel. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network, and I'm joined this morning by a return guest who is celebrating her fifth anniversary with Humans of Judaism. Nikki Schreiber joins us this morning. Good morning, Nikki. Good morning. Thank you so much, and mazal tov to you. Thank you, thank you. Um, Thanks for having me. No, totally my pleasure. I'm so happy you posted yesterday that uh, this Shabbos was your, is upcoming uh, June 8th, I think you wrote, is the mm-hmm. fifth anniversary of Humans of Judaism, which, um, you know, started out for you as a as as a project of love. I, I think mm-hmm. we, we can put it that way and has developed into a juggernaut on social media with God knows how many followers all spreading great Jewish vibes. So I just wish you would remind everybody for a second how Humans of Judaism started, because that narrative, that story is really important to our bigger conversation. Sure. Um, So five years ago, uh, just around today, um, I was uh, in Avelis for uh, the loss of my father. Uh, I was about a couple of months in, and um, things had settled in. It was, uh, you know, sudden passing, so digesting everything, everything, you know, and uh, leading into the Avelis. And I'd gotten to that stage where I was like, okay, roll up my sleeves. It's time. I want to do something uh, meaningful uh, in my dad's memory. And I just decided to do this, just create this small project with really zero ambition, other than to sort of throw something out of the universe, see if it sticks, and just, um, I'm okay with the effort. And um, I just started this page where I was thinking, let's um, highlight uh, the real human and positive and good moments within uh, our global community, including celebrating um, friends of the community and just um, important moments. And, you know, in the beginning, it was sort of just rolling out with no format. But as it started to pick up um, some, you know, some interest, uh, it really started to take shape because people were sending in stories. Um, It's was June 8th, as we said, when I started in 2014, and I was just on the heels of that summer of Operation Protective Edge, mm. where the three boys, Gilad, Ayala, and Aftali were uh, kidnapped, and um, it was a very emotional summer, and I think that people were looking, um, you know, they're on social media, they were being delivered so many different stories that were just, you know, the news and things that were going on, and they, uh, I guess, really connected with a page that offered uh, some strength, some chizuk, some you know, just a good-natured perspective and, uh, you know, just some unity and things like that. Um, And, you know, it's five years later, and uh, 
It's at uh, between Facebook and Instagram, just on humans, because there are several other extension brands. It's over a quarter of a million followers wow. uh, worldwide, and it's just exceeded any expectation when there really wasn't any to start, but it's really fascinating the things you can do uh, when you put your mind to it. So I guess I can defer to the fortune cookie of the day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and, you know, so, but it is, it, it really is, it's even surprised my, you know, you surprise yourself with the things you do. Right. And just to have the opportunity and uh, the, the doors that it's opened um, and the things I've been able to do in memory of my father has just been Exceptional. Well, I think it's it's amazing that I, I don't think it struck me until this moment that the timing of humans of Judaism, both personally and professionally, or I should say personally for you and globally for the Jewish people, was almost like the perfect storm. Is that you're mm-hmm. right? You on your own and us as a people were were searching for goodness and and searching for a smile in what was a dark time, and so. Providing, and I'm a big believer, as you know, that social media has the power to do good. Obviously, anything mm-hmm. can be used for good or for evil. But when social media and the internet are used for good, there is no end to the good that it can do. And I think that Humans of Judaism fills that. It is almost like the poster child for the good that it can do. And I'm sure that besides that it brings you, you know, continued nechama and, and almost pride, or I should say not almost, but tremendous pride that you did this in memory of your father, it also has to be gratifying to you that you know people are getting nechama from your posts as well, that they are feeling good. Well, my name happens to be nechama. <laughs> so, um, so that works. Um, and it, it, it's, it's, it's a passion project. And doing, you know... Something that, you know, we can do things with great effort, as we said, you know, also back to the fortune cookie reference, uh, we can do with great effort, and it doesn't always stick. Um, To have something received in the effort in which it's uh, put out there and uh, to continue to strengthen with it, it motivates me to continue. I mean, it's been five years, and my greatest part of the milestone is the fact that I have a three-day youngest to lean into, and I don't have to work (laughs) for three days on social, Um, but it's, 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 I just, I really enjoy it and, uh, and just continue to sort of evolve also with the times and with the different changes in social and delivery and the different changes in culture and things that are going on and to continue to sort of serve that uh, place within social and on the internet to um, be some sort of a point of comfort, as right. you said. Right. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nahum Siegel Network, and I am joined this morning by Nikki Schreiber from Humans of Judaism. You can find them at Humans of Judaism. You can find them on Facebook. You can find them on Instagram. I mean, there's really nowhere that you can't find them. And the timing of this conversation is not only important because it's it's, it's Humans of Judaism's fifth anniversary coming up this Shabbos, but also because this was a project that Nikki had started in memory of her father, and it is timed, ironically enough, with the fact that yesterday was the Shloshim for my mother. And as my listeners know, um, and as Nahum has announced, my mother had passed away four weeks ago, and Shloshim was up yesterday. And so last night was the Siam for my mom, and when Nikki posted that this upcoming Shabbos was her fifth anniversary um, for this project, it almost seemed completely bashert, completely fortuitous that it would coincide with the with the marking of the shloshim for my mom. And what's interesting, Nikki, is that in the last four weeks, a number of people have suggested a number of different things that I could do in memory of my mom. 
and um and I'm not I'm not ready to do anything, frankly. A lot of them are great suggestions, but I'm not ready to do anything. And I sort of feel like you're taking time to figure it out and not jumping into something, but yet creating something that then turned into this unbelievable, again, I, I use the word juggernaut, this unbelievable movement is, is almost not only inspiration, but a paradigm for those of us who are looking to do something and don't know what it is. And so there's um, there's a benefit to waiting. There's a benefit to taking a minute or taking a beat and giving yourself some time and then giving yourself some time also to figure out where you want to go. Am I making sense? Is like, Yeah, agreed. I mean, just in general, grief is always a personal process and takes its uh, time. And in general, you know, it was a stage, you know, we always say Bashart isn't just about, you know, a person or the thing. It's also the timing that's right. And right. it was Bashart timing for me because I was in the headspace ready to, you know, it was also sort of very healing for me uh, for that sort of second half of Avelis because um, I needed the chizuk. And, um, and by delivering that so authentically, it was almost, you know, Judaism in its uh, formative years really helped me up at a time that I was struggling and the fact that there's much to do and finding these unique ways to, um, to really honor our parents, uh, to, to, to do more for the community. And certainly what I know of your, your mom, uh, she's quite a woman of, hmm. of the Jewish community, to say the very least. So um, I definitely look forward to see what you come up with. But it's definitely personal, and it takes its time. And it has to also feel right and authentic because... There's no rush here. It's just, you know, like you said from the very start of our conversation, this is a passion project for me. So right. it, it really started from a place from my heart where it felt correct. And each one of my siblings all did different things. It's just what's unique for the person. And, uh, and we all show our, uh, you know, our honor in different ways. And all of them are just welcome, right. <laughs> you know? I hear that. I hear that. Um, Humans of Judaism on Facebook, Humans of Judaism, on Instagram. Which post has gotten the most traction? I know that the the um, the Tfilin posts are, are, are popular, et cetera, but which post either has gotten the most traction or has had the most interesting person share it? So thank God that's always a changing answer. Um, Yom HaShoah, which is fairly recently, is usually... Uh, sort of the uh, busiest day of the year. Uh, I think it really obviously resonates with every uh, every Jewish person as well as the you know uh, the world at large. Uh, so typically that uh, that's most recently like I just did a, a post um, around that time with uh, wherever I stand, I stand with Israel, which I've often posted. It's a, a graphic I created that's a simple sentiment it received over ten thousand likes on Instagram, and that's a lot for humans. Um, so those are the ones that typically, it's also the timing of it. Um, I've also had, uh, I think I mentioned this on the last one, it's still the, the King video. Really? Um, is this oh, viewed over 20 million times, hard to top, uh, a Holocaust, uh, four minute video, uh, you know, a survivor discussing her story. Um, so those have definitely been interesting in terms of, in terms of, uh, interesting shares, I don't know about the shares as much because I'd have to be able to see all the notifications and a lot of people definitely share stuff, but it's always fascinating when you share 
a post with a celebrity or with someone famous, and they themselves comment and thank you for sharing the post, which is always like, oh, okay. So that's always fun. That's cool. And what about, um, I mean, we should mention for a second, because, you know, not only is it notable for this week and for the Jewish people, but also because you you, um, post it on humans is uh, the passing of Nechama Rivlin. I wonder when you you take a, I mean, the posts on humans really run the gamut. I mean, they can make you smile, they can make you pause, they can make you proud. So the, you know, the post on Nahama Rivlin, uh, you know, number one, I, I wonder about how it is to post a condolence in, uh, you know, in terms of, in terms of humans, right? I posted mm-hmm. when my mother passed away, but obviously this is a totally different forum. Um, that's number one. And number two is, you know, what that, what that represents about humans and in terms of it being a community. So it's a, it's a great question because it, it's a very, sorry for the pun, but it really is a very human moment because <laughs> I am just a person. I'm part of this community. I feel what everyone feels, I, you know, and I take the responsibility and delivery very seriously. Right. So, you know, different things, you know, I, I remember coming out of Yontif, uh for the, the second days of uh, Pesach and the Poway uh, mm. shooting had happened. I mean, that was just the way you come, you know, and it was it stopped me in my tracks. Usually we come out of Pesach and it's all these fun Hamid jokes. And now, you know, there's this different tone coming out of Yantif. And, um, and I'm very delicate with it because these are real people. <laughs> this isn't just an obituary. Right. This isn't just a story. This is someone's grandfather or someone's rub or someone's, you know, teacher or things like that. And, um, and so oftentimes I will um, example for, let's say, uh, we'll use Nahama Rivlin as the example. Mm-hmm. I used the image that the president used of his wife. I figured it was appropriate to use the same image that this president felt fitting for his, you know, uh, Nahama Shali, as he wrote. And uh, so I used his uh, imagery. However, his uh, caption, which usually I'll sometimes copy the sentiments of, of you know, quote the person who is in mourning as uh, the primary, but I wanted to give a little bit more history and information. I don't know if everyone knew the history and that and uh, the roots of Nahama Rivlin that I felt were very interesting. So that I included in the text because um, she was a very important woman. We know her as the, the wife of the president, but she just has so many other great stories to tell. So I felt it was important to share her history with that. No, I think um, that, so I, yeah. I think that's great. And, and and actually, it ties into this image that so many of us have of Nahama Rivlin walking hand in hand with Melania Trump when the Trumps visited a couple of years ago. And because of her pulmonary fibrosis and she was constantly on oxygen, she was not able to keep up with everyone else. And Melania Trump graciously and beautifully slowed down, took her hand and said, you know, we'll, we'll walk as quickly as, as you walk or walk as slowly as you walk. You know, I'm obviously paraphrasing, but that mm-hmm. image is so important. And so I, it's one of the it's one of the other things that I think that humans does is, yes, show the humanity, right? Um, but also remind everyone that even people of, of stature, even people of note ha- mm-hmm. are, are, are human and have a story. And, and I was really so, um, I, I was touched by some of the stories that, the stories that you shared about Nahama Rivlin and, and, and you're right. I mean, she is, she was the first, she was the first wife, she was the first lady, but it wasn't, but you can also be that person in the shadows and people don't remember that you yourself have a personality and a narrative. And I think that that's also one of the beautiful things that Humans of Judaism does is that reminds us is that the people in the picture have their own stories. And and that brings us closer. And also, again, to continue that pun, humanizes 
<laughs> the people in the story. Um, with with Nahama Rivlin, you know, it, it, this happening so so recently, the responses that you got um, because she was an adored figure and she's not a controversial figure. What were some of the responses that you got to that post? Uh, typically, the feedback and engagement is, is is often in the same tone in which it's been delivered. Mm. So it was, it was just condolences and, and kind words. Uh, it did not get political. Uh, luckily, it, it wasn't presented politically. Right. Um, you know, and uh, well, I enjoyed the, I, the story you mentioned with Melania Trump, um, and I found that to be a great show of Migos. Uh, it's not necessarily something I'd engage on humans at this stage because it just would right. be, be too distracting. Right. In this, it was mm. very focused on Nakama, and therefore, um, you know, it really gave her her spotlight and people to just write kind words and sentiments and wish the family well and, and just uh, wish her, you know, just that her memory should be a blessing. Um, you know, that's it, what's also fascinating is just uh, to touch on what you were saying before is even if you post a Holocaust survivor picture or, you know, uh, just different photos, again, these are real people. And very often you find the family members commenting like, oh, that's our, you know, I posted a picture of a, of a, of a little girl from the, from the Israel Day Parade this past Sunday. And her mother reposted and said, oh, look, she's famous. And it's just so sweet because these are real people. These are our friends. This is our, these are our family. And with that enjoyment and excitement comes that responsibility. So I also monitor the, con- the, the comments as well, because if it's someone's grandfather and someone's putting something inappropriate, I will um, manage it. I hear that. I hear that. Yeah, you're not just the content provider. You're also the, the content referee, so to speak, or, uh, or umpire, so to speak. Um, and that is part of the pluses and minuses. That's, that's the life of social media, and that's the life of the Internet. And we certainly get that also. So I, I find myself in the same boat and in very good company with you. That is for sure. Humans of Judaism, you can follow them on Instagram. You can follow them on Facebook. Um, you can certainly be in contact with Nikki. Nikki, what's the best way for people to reach you? Email is always uh, definitely king. So it's Nikki, N-I-K-K-I, at humansofjudaism.com. Otherwise, just check out humansofjudaism.com and you can find contact info there. There you go. Nikki at humansofjudaism.com. Okay, so first of all, I want to wish you another Mazel Tov. And um, I want to continue, give you continued strength. And um, and humans should, I, I mean, I'm, I really want to ask you what's the next step for humans, but I don't want to put you on the spot because, you know, we're on the air and maybe you don't want to discuss it. And maybe you have things rumbling and I'm sure that you do because I'm, I, I'm, I'm always amazed at where I find you next <laughs> and, and because it's, because it's so great. And because your positivity and your energy is, is totally contagious and obviously in the best way possible. So I'm sort of tempted to ask you where humans is going next, but would you prefer I not? <laughs> I am comfortable answering any of your questions. Excellent. Okay. Um. <laughs> so then go tell me in, in a, 30 seconds or less, where is humans going seconds, next? Sure. 30 seconds or less. Basically, um, Humans of Judaism goes beyond the page. So uh, very often I am involved in social media management of different media channels that you may not even uh, know that I'm behind. And I work for various clients where I'm helping them spread their messages in the right tone and managing uh, you know, social media and things like that. And just I really feel like uh, just the total summary of it is um, – putting that same tone and style and success out there on social media in a variety of channels. Wow. Okay. Um, I, I can't wait to see the next chapter. 
continued great work, Nikki. Thank you so much for joining me. Always a pleasure. Thank you so much. Likewise, and uh, and uh, the Neshama should have an Aliyah for your mom. I mean, and, and everything you, that you're doing is just incredible. Thank so. you, and you for your father. Continue. Thank you so much. All right, talk to you soon. You've been listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network, and um, wow, Nikki's so great. Just follow her on Humans of Judaism if you don't already. Are you, are you motioning that we're going to this one? Is that what you're trying to tell me? All right, we're going to pull it up in the background. It's all night long by Schlockrock because, yes, this weekend is not only Shabbos, but Motzei Shabbos is actually Leil Shavuot. So this is our tribute to Shavuos, not just cheesecake, but all night long by Schlockrock. Tomorrow morning, join Nachum as he hosts Jam and the AM from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. At the conclusion of Jam and the AM, join Naomi for Table for Two. And then stay tuned as you enjoy the Kedem Arab Shabbos music mix after the Arab Shabbos show encores at 10 a.m. We thank Kedem for their continued sponsorship of our programming. Abrami will not host Saturday Night Seagull this Monday Shabbos because he will be learning all night in shul. Matzis will not host JM Sunday because he... We'll have just finished opening. That's right. It's Shavuos, folks. So there is no regular programming, as you would expect. Join Nachum as he returns to JMNAM Tuesday morning, post-Cheesecake and post-Shavuos. May all Nishamot have aliyot. That's life, everybody. Bye, guys. Come on, let's learn some more. Moshe held the tablets high After 40 days on Har Sinai There was thunder and lightning in the sky And then we heard God say, 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 say All of Nei Yisrael, every single soul Received the Torah and in one call They all said, Naseb, Vinishma, we'll do all the mitzvahs Come on, let's learn some more.